0: Welcome, good people of podcastia. Welcome to Uncertain Age, the podcast where we talk about films that depict characters at a certain age in their life, a later age. Why? That's a good question. Thanks for asking. Because we feel that that's not necessarily a focus of today's youth-infatuated culture. So we look at films. We look at TV shows or streaming shows. And who knows what we'll end up looking at later, right? Maybe other things. Right. Who's to say? Not me. So we're looking at this through the lens, the cataract lens of age, just to examine movies, both old and new old movies. Exactly. I think that's a fair, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And because we know that our audience can only... Like, maybe hold their bladders for like 15 to 20 minutes. We try to keep it short. Right. Who knows what you're doing when you're listening to this podcast? I don't know. Yes,
1: you could have your headphones in.
0: Yeah, you could be. Yeah. I mean, we've all done that. Absolutely. I just did it. So, yes. So, welcome. Thanks for um, having us uh, between your ears. Uncertain. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Uncertain. You can't handle the truth.
1: You know how to whistle, don't you? You just put your lips together. Blow. I'm ready for my close-up yesterday. Do you
2: feel lucky? That's all.
1: Come on up
0: and see me sometime.
1: That uncertain. Oh, yeah. Okay. So
0: come up and see me sometime. Is
1: certainly a movie that is for people of a certain age. We are doing a highly controversial movie in some circles. It is called 80 for Brady.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: We, I went in the theater and it's a 2023 film. It is a powerhouse team. Of Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda of Grace and Frankie fame, Sally Field and Rita Moreno as four best friends of 70 plus who take the trip of a lifetime to see their favorite quarterback and football player Tom Brady in the Super Bowl.
0: And yes, producer Tom Brady
1: produced by Tom Brady, too. Yes. Mm. We might get to what he decided about being involved in the film business when we're done with this based on his experience with these four women. We don't know an awful lot. It is based on his true story, funnily enough. Uh, But I'll note here that the four actors look substantially more made up and bewigged than the four friends in the black and white picture at the end of the movie. True that. So license has been taken. (laughs) The story goes they enter a contest for free tickets to the game, the big Super Bowl. And when Lily announces that they've won, they're off to Texas with hopes of seeing Tom in the flesh. And what follows is a pretty predictable path of highs, lows, Jane's possible love interest in the still very cute Harry Hamlin. Fortune's up and down. Lily talks to Tom mid-game when it looks, I'm spoiling it. But, you know, there's always got to be that all is lost moment. In modern movies, it takes place at the end of the second act when you think that, like I said, all is lost.
0: No, you're right. It hits every beat. It it hits every beat, right? It's like AI just went. And then here it's like, (laughs) oh, my God, the patriots are down by a thousand. There's a 0.7% chance they can win. What do you know?
1: Yeah. Speaking of the freaking Giants are behind again. They were supposed to win this game against the Las Vegas Raiders, but I I digress. Oh,
0: these are sports teams. I was okay. I was well, wondering the giants why Giants have G-
1: always been my te- I grew up on the East Coast. They were the team. They were like you know, early franchise. Come on. They're like a base franchise and they just have had a bad time of it. But as far as getting back to 80 for Brady, it's ultimately a a happy ending. And the women all get to hang out with Tom Brady at the end.
0: Yeah. It's like a happy ending. Yeah,
1: In Tampa Bay where, you know, he moves from having been a patriot. It's it's another comfort food kind of a movie. It's designed for female older viewers who want to feel like in the embrace of other women who might like each other a lot. and And that feels good. That felt good. I felt that. I'm in a book club. I know what that's like. I just don't know a whole lot of women who get together and do this to talk sports. I'm sure right. that they exist. I love sports, but I don't have a gaggle of women that I get together with and talk about my anxiety over the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the basic gist. Uh, what did you think, Dale?
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Try to start with the positives.
0: Well, okay. Uh, it was in color. <laughs> I, I would have much rather... Watching two hours of Sally Field, Lily Tomlin, Rita Moreno, and Jane Fonda just talking over brunch. I mean, that is the movie I want to see because all these four women together should just produce heat. But in God, this was I hated this movie. It was just like it was Hallmark deep to me. And I don't even think I would have purchased the card if Hallmark sold this.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I have to interrupt here because it wasn't made for
0: you. If you were a woman, would you think maybe? Who was it made for? Like, for one thing, okay, I, th- I think it's interesting that you're talking about the Giants during the recording of this. That makes me, because I, <laughs> one of my things is like, who is this for? Women who love to see rich stories about older women or football fans? I know. Let's put these two things together To make a movie that seven people will enjoy. But it's based on a true story. But, like, how true? Like, what? I mean, okay... Sure. There was a group of women who
1: loved Tom Brady who wanted to go to the Son Super Bowl. Son of Sam
0: is a true story. It's true. Okay, so that little nugget is true, right? But then the yeah. fact that they 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 sneak in and they do a dance routine and the bodyguards like you you guys are great. Yeah, the hot
1: wings contest. If Guy Fieri, I don't think he was involved.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and you know, taking the edibles and doing that dance routine, it was just like I I, I would be suspicious if any of that actually happened. Yeah. But I I couldn't stand it. And just another thing is my my wife was watching this with me for the first third. And then she decided that vacuuming the back room of our house was more enjoyable. So then she left Uh. while I was watching this. And then my son came in after band practice. He came in looked at what I was watching, and then just left without even saying goodbye. <laughs> so this destroyed my family.
1: You didn't get up and wash the toilets?
0: <laughs> no, because I'm a professional, and I watched everything, <laughs> even the cringy post-credit thing, which I knew there would be. Yeah. I stayed for the, to the bitter end to watch 80 for Brady just because, yes. Okay. No, I love I mean, it's, there's a lot I think has been said, and I don't want to you know, beat a, a dead plastic surgeon horse. But, um, you know, Jane Fonda is is kind of, she might be in, in a way a trigger a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there a lot has been said about her work in this. And I don't you know, that's her personal decision. And she's a wonderful person. If she wants to do what she's done, that's Great for her. It's kind you of hard to, to be watch.
1: Da- you seem to be sort of dancing around the of that she has the face of a 40 year of a moves like a 90-year-old. a
0: She looks like she's been digitally de-aged. I think that's the extent of that. Mm. But I will say there are a couple of scenes where she is not wearing her Dolly Parton wig and doesn't have as much makeup on because she still can't truly commit to not having any makeup in a movie, uh, which is fine. Um, But there's a a couple moments where she doesn't have all that and she looks wonderful. And I feel like there was a little bit of self-awareness, really, for, you know, she said, hey, I... If you had money to do what I did, you know, you'd do it too. Whatever. So maybe some of how she comes across is to support her character.
1: Yeah, I did not mind. Did not mind. Because she really was embracing. The character really was embracing all the plastic surgery and the wigs that she was wearing. And her friends just accept her. You know, I think it would have been nice if one of them had said, you know, what was her name? I don't remember her character's name. I don't know. We are of an uncertain age. (laughs) But anyway, her character, I felt like the other women could have just said, you know, honey, you don't need to do all that anymore. It would have been real. It would have been real, at least.
0: It would have been real (laughs) because at times she looked like a discounted sex doll, you know, when she was in full regalia and she just, she doesn't need that. But then again, I'm an old white man and what do I know, right? She could do whatever she said. And Like you said, she was a former Mayflower girl, which I guess was, she did commercials, her character did commercials selling cars as a Mayflower girl, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, maybe she was holding on to that sort of sex bomb starlet energy. Yeah. And then you mentioned she, she is the character that gets involved in a pseudo romantic relationship where Harry Hamlin plays the guy that looks like Harry Hamlin. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the yeah. only reason. Like, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, there was really no reason to have Harry Hamlin in there, but I guess he's eye candy. And he's
1: he's at least 15 years younger than Jane Fonda, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I would
0: think. I would think.
1: Getting to the casting appropriateness, casting age
0: criteria. Okay, CAC the index. CAC index. Do, 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 do. Which is great because like with Harry Hamlin, it's sort of it's good for older people because when they see Harry Hamlin and they think, oh, I remember him from L.A. Law, then you kind of have to do the math and go, oh, I guess he was 30 in the 80s, so carry the four, divide by pi, he must be blah, blah, blah. But yes, I feel like he was a little younger than right. – than Jane. But
1: that's wish fulfillment too, isn't it? Because here she is and she's got this younger guy, former major football player, sure, all hot sure. for her. So that's nice right. for women to watch. I I With think great and hair. a lot of women really yeah. appreciate Jane Fonda at this point. Yeah, you know, there was the Vietnam War thing and some people might hold out against her, but but these days she's still doing it and that's like Totally. Girl.
0: Uncertain.
2: And now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> you know, as I've gotten older, my eyesight just isn't as good as it used to be. ho. Oh, I can still tell a harmless asexual from a dangerous pedophile, sure. It's the teeny tiny type on my medication bottles that gets me. But now... There's wowza eye drops. Just one drop in each of your peepers and wowza. I can see as well as I did when I was 10 years old. I can beat all the kids at the Easter egg hunts and I went to five of them last year. Score! I'm the one spots Matt Damon five rows away at a Red Sox game. Or what's his name? The uh, host of the nighttime show on a... Oh, what's that station? Well, my memory's not so great, but I can see everything after I drop Wowza eye drops in. That's the point. Now, if you go to Wowza.Wow, you can get two bottles for the price of one. And you tell them that uncertain lady sent you. You'll be glad you did. Wowza eyedrops are not real, but I sure wish they were because mostly they like Easter egg hunts. Not paid for by any actual corporation or anyone else for that matter. All rights reserved. LLC, PC, BBN, SPSP.
0: I think that's another thing. Maybe that was part of this. Is just that for me, there was so much goodwill, especially with the Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin connection, because of Frankie and Grace. That I was thinking, like, maybe they're gonna do something because they could do whatever they want, right? They, mm-hmm. they're America's sweethearts, yeah. And but they chose to do this, and I don't understand why they didn't do money, a, a, money. A film. Like what? And let's how get much to the is, mo- let's get to that. The movie enough?
1: grossed forty million against a $28 million budget. Profit. That's grossed. So what did it net? We don't know that yet. But that's early days, right? It came out in, I think, February. And this this statistic is as of March. So it's going to make more money. So that it just shows that there's a market for this, which I personally like, right? Totally. As I try and make a movie with older women, the difference being that my older women are going to look more like the Sally Field character. No plastic surgery, no makeup. Gorgeous. But it shows that there's a market for stories involving older women. Why? Well, it's a huge demographic. We already know that. And most it's mostly women who buy tickets.
0: And I forget, Anna, what is the name of your movie? old ladies find money.
1: So it's fun. That's right. It's a heist. It's a crime heist comedy drama. And like I said, Sally Field in this group, I think is, is the only one that I, I, I would absolutely say, yeah, she, she looks looked believably the age that she was playing. She didn't look pulled.
0: No, she wasn't the 80 for Brady. She actually points that she's 70 something and Brady, you know for Brady yeah. right so she was she was the baby of the group as far as CAC yeah Lily is 83 or was 83 Jane 85 Rita Moreno 91 my lord Sally Field 76 and she they, looked great she looked yeah great but beyond that of course Rita Moreno is a wonderful fully nuanced person we're not going to judge her strictly by how she looks
1: and Tom Brady... Oh, my God. Tom Brady was age-appropriate for a quarterback. <laughs> sure. do
0: <don't> you think? <laughs> sure. I, okay. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, he was great. Um, no, he wasn't. I didn't... No, I just have a real thing about sports figures acting. I just, you know, made, I don't know, cringing for two hours. Like, And then when Tom Brady's character starts speaking to Lily Tomlin through bobbleheads and through the uh, Jumbotron and... It it was just too much for me. It was just too much for me. I'm so sorry. It was
1: a little too much. How about possibly upsetting criteria, our puck index?
0: There is talk of chemo, right? Right. So that could be a trigger. I guess Rita Moreno's character is sort of perpetually mourning the loss of her husband, who she lost a while ago, but still imagines him sleeping next to her and... um, So, yeah, so if you've lost a loved one, that could be a trigger, but it's a sweet trigger, right? It's like a trigger made out of candy. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I feel like this is pretty low. Low bar. I I don't think there's anything that was disturbing. I'd say based
1: on your reaction to sports figures becoming actors that (laughs) your upset criteria is a sports figure trying to be an actor. You just, if you, that's why you were reluctant to watch this from the beginning because you knew Tom Brady was going to
0: be acting. It's a trigger. Well, and Gronk or or whatever, like the whole thing with Jane Fonda's character doing this sort of sports theme erotica that's fixated on Gronk, who I guess is a sports figure. Like she has that between a Gronk and a hard place (laughs) erotica. So that's a a huge trigger for me. If seeing Sally Field say strap-on, Numerous times as a trigger, then you might want to go yeah. in cautiously. Guy Fieri. She means
1: her fanny pack.
0: Yeah, she means her fanny pack. The Guy Fieri, like... Like when he came on there, it's just like, oh, great. what? Just what we need is another douchebag in this movie. Yes, exactly. Uh, it was another thing. There's like that moment where they're playing poker and there's multiple Guy Fieri's. I'm just like, what the hell is going on?
1: Yeah, I think that was the drugs they were on. We were just supposed to be no, seeing no, it No, no, I know visually. that.
0: I, I know that. But it's sort of like, oh. I felt like there's this sort of vanity pervading the movie where Tom, producer Tom Brady got to put himself everywhere in the most heroic terms possible. And Guy Fieri somehow got in and was able to present himself in all these different ways. And yeah, anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, I have something, uh, the cringe schmaltz index. What I didn't like about this movie the most, and this is just, it's probably just me, is but I found the women to be too enthusiastic about stuff. I... Hmm. Even in the cheering sections, mm-hmm. I know it's typical. But having been in this kind of movie, where like, oh, you're just so happy that this cheese came out of the cheese squeeze <laughs> thing, just be so happy and clapping, and it's it's just so fake, and it it it, mm-hmm. it it's too brightly shot, yes, and everyone in full makeup and, and cheaply and shot, way too hard to be having a great time. Maybe it's a trigger for me because it brought back all those memories of doing those commercials where I just loved the food that I was (laughs) eating.
0: You were so good in those commercials, too. But yeah, there's that, but also it had almost like, you know, I know direct-to-video isn't a thing, really. It's different now. But it kind of almost had that feel like there was a sort of a cheapness, like mid-shot kind of quality about it. I don't know. Yeah. But I think part of it, you know, and then them kind of over emoting. Yeah. Yeah. Was maybe a part of that. I, I think another thing like we've talked about how it's sort of riddled with cliches. It's like one one cliche that bugs the crap out of me is the slow group walk cliche. And they did that at least twice. They might have done it three times where you know yes. the group coming and doing that. And it's like I cannot stand that. Yes. Yeah.
1: Lots of cliches in that regard. Cheering, just just being so so cheerful is
0: mm-hmm. a
1: cliche i just kind of would have like why can't two of them be not really all that interested
0: right <laughs>
1: at times because they're eating guacamole or whatever
0: right right but
1: no they're all there they're all like cheering together and mm. for once i'd like to see a movie that's that's like this this tone this sort of story arc mm-hmm to not be so bright and not be so predictable. I wonder if it could be made to work, if the tone was more realistic.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. There was just so many over-the-top, like how the real contest was won by people who were named Tom Brady, who had a support group for Tom Brady's. (laughs) Who, ha- who have to deal with the fact that they will never live up to their name, which is another way Tom Brady, the real Tom Brady, got to get his vanity in there. Right. Yeah, like so many moments like that that just like, oh, this is ridiculous. But you're right. I would have loved to see just something that was like the real story, right? Just like darker, co- like get more into the whole chemo thing, get more into like Rita Moreno's character mourning, you know, being in a facility mourning her death get a little into that so then when you have those moments of brightness when they're all together watching sports then you kind of actually feel like oh I get it this is where they're getting their warmth from yeah and they really deserve to have that warmth but it just was like across the board like all the sadness or whatever was just kind of glossed over I have a feel like the only thing I loved Sarah Gilbert cast as Lily Tomlin's daughter. I thought that was perfect casting, even though she, like everything else, was kind of squandered. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a cool moment. It's like, oh, that's good. That's good casting. I like that.
1: Yeah. And I just want to say that despite all this, you know, shaming of the filmmakers for the predictability of it all, it has its place. It's so non-threatening. You put it on. People are smiling. They're trying to have a good time. They're trying to better their lives. They're trying to rise above the negative conditions in their lives. Mm -hmm. And what can be faulted about that? Nothing. Nothing. Right. So, you know, it's. I think I just want more nuance, more depth, more darkness with the light. But some people don't want that. So... You know the type of person you are, listener. It, and if you love Frankie and Grace, you're gonna love this movie. And in fact, Frankie and Grace has—is it Frankie mm. and Grace or Grace and Frankie? I, I don't know.
0: I've always—I know—I was trying. They to – They should take turns. Yeah, they should take turns. It's only fair.
1: Half the see, half the episodes should be Frankie and Grace, and the other half should be Grace and Frankie. That's my opinion.
0: But I would say, but I would say that Frankie and Grace or Grace and Frankie. If only there was an interconnected web of network, of computers to help us. Um, anyway, but I do think like if you like that, like I feel like that show is great. And even when it's light and frothy, there's still something else going on that makes it intriguing. Like I love that show. And I feel like, sure, some of that translates into 80 for Brady, but I, I for one, was wanting that chemistry and I didn't get that in this movie for whatever reason. Mm. So that's just that's just my two cents.
1: Okay, well, so if Di hadn't wanted to go clean the back of the (laughs) house and she liked football and was a person who might be friends with Jane Fonda or Lily Tillman, would she have watched the movie?
0: Wow. So if those 17 different variables were in place?
1: Yeah. And also, Di is Dale's wife. We don't, we haven't prop proper, blah, properly introduced her, <laughs> but we will go to Di from time to time when we're watching a woman's movie, and Dale right. is not able to really fairly, uh, you know, accurately yeah, that's
0: fine. That's discuss fine. it as a female. No, I thought you know, because as any couple will know, sometimes it's a challenge to find the thing to watch. You know, I tend to like dark stuff or violent. <laughs> it makes me sound like a horrible person. Maybe I am. But Di will use that name. She is not like that. So sometimes we have to find that sort of middle ground. And I kind of thought that this might be something that she... Like, at least maybe I could enjoy it through her enjoying it. And that was not the case for whatever reason.
1: Oh, well. Well, I don't know what... In closing, you know, I think there's there are a lot of people who liked this movie. And I didn't hate it. It just... I felt it was predictable and um, kind of unbelievable. I wanted to know what the real story was with these four yeah, women. Yeah,
0: no, exactly. It had to be darker. Yeah.
1: But it its it, if this is the kind of movie, the way we describe the good stuff about it, uh, don't let us talk you out of seeing it because we can be dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's it this week. Uh, we are an uncertain age. I'm Anna Nicholas.
0: And I'm Dale Basie.
1: And uh, we think we know what we're doing here,
0: right? I feel like we do. Or I feel like I think we think we do.
1: Yeah. Until next time.
0: We'll see you in the stands at the big sports ball game.
1: Yeah. When I have enough money to go see the Super Bowl, maybe I'll bring a lot of girlfriends and we'll... And do a little dance. We'll do a dance that... Oh, what was his name? <laughs> Bobby. 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 Oh, my God. I hope Colin's going to cut this out because I can't <laughs> remember the guy's name, but he's a fancy dancer. I'm ready for my
0: close-up Do you feel lucky? That's all.
1: Come up and see me sometime.